0: to encourage you today and uh, talk to the heaviness that we're experiencing and understand this. I, I'm not looking for any sympathy of any kind, but the fact that I'm going to say anything means that everyone one will have opportunity to disagree. So uh, I don't envy myself here over the next few moments. But I pray you just try my spirit and um, allow... Maybe by God's grace that we'll be able to, like if a a two-liter Coca-Cola was shook up, that we can let enough of the pressure off uh, for us that we will have strength to be and the confidence to be and the the supply to be for others around us uh, what they need. Um, Before I pray for myself, I want to just give you this one disclaimer. There's a hundred different ways we can go with uh, uh, what is happening all around us. And most every one of them has their own valid point. I do want to say that it appears what happened uh, to that gentleman, um, Mr. Floyd, was a crime. And having said that... uh, as Christians, our heart should be so... Before I start, let me just pray. Father, I just humble myself before you and I ask that you would anoint me uh, with words of wisdom and words of clarity that each of us, regardless of our experience, our past and the narrative being shouted at us from every corner, much of it contradicting ourselves, that we would know truth, that we would see as you see, that we would feel as you feel, that we would speak as you would speak, and that we might bring honor to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. For us as a people... In case you haven't noticed, there is a spiritual. First, it was physical crisis going on. Uh, racial crisis, financial crisis. But at the core of it, there's a spiritual crisis. People can't see racism that's right in front of them. People can't see crime. Right in front of them. Every man's way is right in his own eyes. The Bible says every man's way is right in their own eyes. You can say something, especially on social media, that God knows the hearts of all men. And have 20 people come at you with, what do you mean by that? I, I've got You just would not believe the people that private message me. What do you think about so-and-so's post? I'm like, what are you talking about? I just want your opinion on it. And, you know, as soon as you say anything, well, what you left out. And I think we're all feeling the pressure of this. My good friend Beth White said, I'm scared to say anything. I just cry. I just, I'm afraid. And, uh, And I know what she meant because we as leaders, you might not speak loud enough to some people. Listen, you don't have to speak loud to speak truth. Okay. Murder is murder. It's just murder. Okay. Uh, Racism is racism, but that can have many forms as well. You can't, you know, uh, child abuse is child abuse. Arson is arson. Uh, uh, Attacking someone, uh, what word am I looking for? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Assault is assault, but we We have to be careful as Christians. I I want to deal, if you don't mind, more with the spiritual. And yes, the other is very important. It's critical. But if you'll give me time, I'll talk around to it. Let me tell you where our heaviness is coming in. We're feeling the burden as Christians to fix a shattered world. If the Holy Spirit, who has been resident since the chaos of Genesis chapter 1 has been brooding over the face of this earth and it's not fixed yet. Give yourself a little slack. Okay? That does not mean we are not to speak up against wrong. But there's a difference between speaking up and taking the burden on you to regulate and fix your workplace, your home, your crazy relatives, the people, your friends, your family. Because that part of us, we are not wired to fix. Salt in life doesn't fix. It affects. It affects. it. it the, our tenderness. Our compassion. I, I don't want to have to... Oh, I'm just going to say it. I'll... I'll have a special file for all the letters I'll get, okay? I'm not going to bring my token black friend up on the stage so that you will think I love all people. If you don't know that I love all people, the other is a sham. Okay, as a white person. But I'm also not going to look the other way and act as if the merit... The merit of what some people experience and the double standards they experience is not a reality. But as Christians, we ought to not have to do that in-house. We ought to be the kingdom of God in a local area that proves the existence of God, that treats everyone fairly and equally and the law of kindness in our mouth. I don't have to do, you know, like I see all these people, you know, and this, I know it's outliers. Just let me kind of just, you know, I don't have any notes. Give me a break. Let me just kind of, you know, they're doing their little videos out like they're fixing stuff and, and taking their pictures, photo ops. They're cleaning up the mat, and then they leave. I, I'm not going, I'm not going to get on social media and try to convince you of my heart as a Christian. I will use the opportunity God gives me and the platform God gives me from this pulpit and with my family and friends and tell you that murder is wrong, that racism is wrong, but we cannot regulate spiritual realities to ungodly people. Not only is racism flowing from them, selfishness, greed, malice uh, lying, stealing you know if there was no racial disharmony at all in this world we got enough love of money to send everybody to hell We're we're trying as Christians we're trying to regulate change in a heart that is not governed by the Holy Spirit and I can't do that but I can stand for those without a voice I can stand with Those where injustice is happening. I have to be careful. And listen, I give you room to disagree with me. Please give me room to disagree with you. I give you room. I am very careful that I don't come under banners. That's why I don't sit here and, you know... (laughs) You say something that might sound Republican and all the Republicans come up to you after church. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. Praise the Lord. Hit it. Hit it. (laughs) Look, I'm not. My candidate has never won. Can I just tell you that? My last candidate, Ben Carson, didn't make it. My candidate ain't never won. So I'm I'm just telling you. I may vote down a certain line, but sometimes it's not so much for someone as it is against other belief systems. So I, I'm careful not to be under this banner. I'm careful not to be under this banner. But I am not ashamed to say the fact that black lives ought to matter. They matter to God. They matter to me. My college roommate happened to be a black man. I don't advertise that because none of your business. I'm not trying to impress you. The man that married Kelly and I was a black gentleman, but I don't think of him as a black gentleman. He is my brother. He's my brother. And if you want to look for excesses and wrong in cultures, we got just as many white people lost their mind as any other color and any other ethnicity anywhere. It don't take you long to look around. Okay. But for us as believers, I'm speaking to those who live After the Spirit, who are governed by the Word of God. I want to speak to that heaviness that you are feeling. Understand that even if you do every and this, how many of y'all are on a good course to doing everything right? Okay. If you do everything right, the world is going to continue to propel itself to what Jesus prophesied throughout this. By him, I mean the word of God throughout the scriptures of the end time. Let me tell you your your pastor's take on this. Tragedies like this last event. Tragedies. Oh, and by the way, when I said murder is murder. All these policemen who are being slaughtered. That's murder. And let's just. See, I want to offend everybody, okay? Can I just throw it out and offend everybody? Because if it's truth. If truth offends you, then. You have a deeper issue than... Okay, we said murder is murder. Okay? So someone burns down a building today out of rightful rage and angers for injustice. They're applauded. A man burns down an abortion clinic that's slaughtering thousands... Slaughtering, I said. Butchering. Dismembering. Thousands of babies a year... And he's a lunatic, okay? This truth is truth. Arson is arson. Every man's way is right in his own eyes. You do understand you're not gonna be able to draw a line and appeal and appease everyone because everyone is not righteous. Everyone is not godly. Everyone is not smart. Everyone cannot connect the dots. You got enough to worry about in your own life and heart. What's important is that you reflect the image of Jesus Christ. You echo the words of Jesus Christ and you project the countenance and kindness that comes from Jesus Christ. Our world, now I'm going to jump over here to uh, prophecy, okay, of end time events. It would seem to me that we are Preparing more so than I've ever seen in my lifetime. We are pr- preparing a setting, a backdrop, if you will, for absolute chaos. It's, it's, it's it almost every area for the man of sin to come in and offer peace. Because before Christ comes and sets everything in order, the Antichrist, which means an alternative Christ, not just opposite, but an option Christ, the alternative Christ, will come in and produce a pseudo-peace that will usher in, in a few years after he comes on the scene, he confirms a covenant with many. Most Bible scholars believe that that is with Israel and all the surrounding nations and those that have conflict with this small little nation, just like God said they would. He's going to confirm that covenant with many, And a season of pseudo-fake peace will come upon the world. And at the three-and-a-half-year mark, when the world is saying peace and safety. Is anybody saying peace and safety right now? Okay. So do you know how that will shine, that pearl will shine against the black velvet of all that's going on now? What I mean is contrast. It'll shine and he'll bring that peace and safety. Then he will go into the temple The recreated temple, whether it is a tent of gathering or the actual temple like Solomon's, and he's going to change the rules and declare himself to be God. He will cause the sacrifice to cease. And at that point, sudden destruction will come upon the world that has never been seen before. And the Bible said, if God did not shorten those days, no flesh would be saved. And to the Jew, he said, when you see this happen, at the end of this three and a half year pseudo-peace... When you see this happen, flee into the mountains. Don't even go in your house and get your coat. And woe unto mamas who are giving suck in that day. For us as believers, there's a great shaking. There's a winnowing that's going on. I'm seeing friends of mine or acquaintances as well that with all this that's gone on right and wrong are having to deal with the racism that's been tucked away in their heart. I say, you know, it's in there. I'm seeing people have to deal with the unforgiveness in their heart. May I tell you something that I've never said publicly in my life? never. And I mean, never said it to my knowledge. When I was in the seventh grade, my best friend was a boy named Stephen Chambliss. I've lost track with him. I've tried to find him on Facebook. Uh, uh, You know, however, you can have a best friend at seven. It seems like like 51 years ago. Yeah. Uh, And I grew up I heard a lot of racial terms. How generic is that for you? Not from my mom and dad, but from grandparents and friends, and it was, it was very common. When a child is exposed to something, they can participate in it even if they don't agree with it because they're a child. They don't know Anyway, you, those of us that are willing to, you understand what I'm saying. It's like it becomes part of how you think or, or, or just how you think, even though it's not in your heart. But he, he happened to be a black boy, but I didn't see that. I just, I, I liked him. I liked his music. That was part of it, me and him. I was like, man, why don't white people play that? That's good music. I, I have so, I've got soul in me, I'm sorry. But he was my buddy. We played every day on the playground together. When it came time to go to junior high, I made my decision based on that. Central is where I was supposed to go, or I'm sorry, I can't remember, I was supposed to go to Central and I got a proximity transfer to Northeast, or I was supposed to go to Northeast and everybody got, I don't remember, but I went to Northeast so that me and Stephen could be, out of naivety, could be together. And I didn't get him in homeroom, I didn't have any of my classes with him, and, uh, It was, I don't remember the exact percentage, but if a high school has five or six hundred people, there was like maybe 30 white people there. I was mocked, maligned. My books were knocked out of my hand several times a week. I was called white, every other adjective you can think of afterwards. Most weren't, it was just, that's how it was. Um, After lunch, you'd go play basketball and I was good at basketball, I was good at sports. I remember being athletic. Any of the brothers remember being athletic? Any of my friends? Y'all remember, just remember being athletic. <laughs> and the longer I think about it, I was really good. I was, <laughs> but I remember I would be next. You know, you call the next game and you get your two or three guys. And when my time came up, someone of color would come by and take my spot and just what you're going to do about it kind of thing. Now, I'm, I'm not asking for your sympathy. I'm going somewhere with this. I remember being told to get up and move from my bus seat. I remember being told to move from my seat in a class because someone else had it. I stayed about six months. And then I moved to Central High School, which was about half and half, half African American and half Caucasian or whatever, again, it was, it was I just guess I've never really had a taste for all of that, I just, if I liked you I liked you, and if you was mean it didn't matter what color you were, you were mean and if you know, ugly don't know color poverty don't know color you know, sweet is sweet and uh, all the white people hung out in one parking lot and all the black people, and by that I'm not saying that derogatory, I'm putting the same adjectives They hang out in a different parking lot. And the white people were just as arrogant and just as racist. And many of other colors were the same way. And it was funny that each said they were the way they were because of how the other person treated them. But having said that, What I experienced at Northeast when I was in the eighth grade, if that's how a black brother of mine feels today, going to the grocery store, going on a job application, getting pulled over when he's by himself, that's hell, do you understand that? I was hated. I was white I just wanted to be with my friend Stephen and they many of them were probably transferring their rage from injustice and how their parents were treated, how their grandparents were treated now, since most of us are white in here and I've, um, other, some of us got all kinds of colors in us, that's wonderful too understand this I'm not telling you a white story I'm telling you a story that no one ought to have to feel that. But a world that's broken does that. A world that's broken sees someone that's hungry and looks the other way. A world that's broken sees an abortion clinic and not only do we not shut it down, we fund it. A a broken world... okay. You can't, you can't just decide that you're the final sum and authority of all truth and everyone else's feelings. We don't know, but we can say murder is murder, wrong is wrong, unkindness is unkindness, racism is sin. You can say those things. You can stand up. Now, what you don't have to do whether you're black or white, is you don't have to say you're something that you're not to fit a public narrative. I am not a racist, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But racism is horrible and I despise it and it's wrong, but I don't put upon myself, and I don't know who this is for today, I don't have to be missional so that everybody on Facebook, everybody make sure they like and they understand I'm not that way. Just be it. Just be it. Be consistent. Be faithful. Let other people come up and say who you are. Let other people say, I'm not going to do photo ops to try to convince you that I love people. Don't leave this building today with the weight of fixing a shattered world that will never be fixed until Christ the King returns. But that doesn't give you a pass on standing up, standing out, standing with, and speaking up against injustice in every form. In every form. If we're going to protest, let's protest things that are real. Racism is real. Abortion, the murder of children, is real. (laughs) Slaughtering police officers. Someone sent a video. I I I lose track. I don't know if they're sent to me or they just show up on my page. You just wouldn't imagine the stuff I get. Private message. I'm like, where did you get this from? But there were people, maybe y'all, and please don't applaud or anything. This just shows you the bizarre nature of it. They were out protesting. And by the way, there's a lot of protesting going on that is very civil. It was very civil. They're just saying, hey, we're out here. Can somebody see us? Okay. But there was some young, it was funny to me because it was white people. (laughs) I have a deaf sense of humor. There's like three or four of them, and the police drove by, and you know, they've got their little designer clothes on with, a, with their mask, you know, and they're, it's like, which, you don't know who you are yet, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to figure out, and they look like somebody from a private school that's just trying to fit in anyway. One of them threw a shoe at the policeman, and somebody else threw a rock, and somebody else threw a stick, which is horrible enough. I'm not, I'm not minimizing it, just wait till the story's over. They threw it at, it's not a cop car, a uh, police car, it was another. Another car, and they threw it. Everybody drove by. They were just throwing stuff at him and screaming their little mantras. And then the car stopped. You know, you didn't throw it at a good old boy. You know, Billy Bob. He's coming around. He's gonna turn around. And and as soon as they did, they're filming each other. And the girl goes, "Call the police." They just threw stuff at the police car, and they threw stuff at this car. But then the same people were hating. Call them. Call them. So. There's so much of this that's going on that if you just have common sense, you understand defunding the police department. That's not real smart. How about this? How about getting everyone that's corrupt that you know is corrupt and it's on file and someone address them? I want to say publicly, for those of you in law enforcement, I thank God for you. I thank God for you. And for those of you that use your shield and do things like this when the cameras aren't rolling, I pray to God for you. Same way pastors get this extra judgment with what you do here. If you're taking money out of the kitty, I pray for you. If you're using a, a priestly robe to do crimes against children. But understand this. My experience. It doesn't have to be yours. My experience. My experience is the wonderful men and women that serve us not just in our military but in our police department far 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 outweigh those that are like those ungodly people that did what they did against that gentleman so what am I to do I thought about it this week thought about my Friend Reginald, and I've got my friends Mark and Andrea here today and others of color. I think if I don't treat you any differently than I have before, that you know I love you, you know I'm speaking up, you know I'm standing up, but I'm not going to come under banners that also also promote and endorse things that are contrary to Scripture. But I want to tell you that black lives matter in my heart. Little children's lives matter in my heart. And by me saying today, all lives matter, I'm not minimizing, regardless of what the TV says, I'm not minimizing the the, the crime and the sin and the horribleness of racism. I learned in the eighth grade that I didn't ever want to treat anybody like that. And to the best of my knowledge, I don't think I have. But I'll still catch myself remembering songs my granddaddy sang that were racist. Statements, words, phrases. And if they ever came out of my lips, they did not come from my heart. And that's not who I am and who you are. So... My counsel to you as a pastor is understand that the world is going to grow darker and darker. Gross darkness is going to cover the land and gross darkness the people. But the children of God are supposed to rise and shine and the glory of the Lord is supposed to be seen upon them. Let your kindness, your gentleness, your moderation... Your honesty, your fairness, let it be known to all people. But don't turn it on high now because it's the end thing. Now, that doesn't mean you can't all of a sudden see something and say, now, I need to start participating. Wonderful. I'm not telling you where to protest or when to protest. See, that's not regulated. Churches aren't to make a, here's what you got to do. No, how about this? How about the Holy Spirit leads you? Yeah. How about that? oh that's you backing down no it's not I'm not the lord of the church I don't orchestrate I don't govern I'm not maneuvering or manipulating here's this if it's in the book you better be doing it you better speak up for those with no voice you better stand up for injustice but don't look the other way and say well that policeman who died and left a wife with three kids that's that's collateral damage no no that was murder because murder is as murder is, okay? But for us, with, without, you don't have to answer out loud, how many of you feel like the helpless, like the, old, like the I, I, what do I do? It's just heaviness all of the time on this, okay? Be. Be. In the moment, be. Listen to the one that wants to talk. Try your best to understand, and for me, if I, I can tell if someone's honest and authentic. They say, well, John, I've never had the experiences that you have, I, uh, but I know this, I care about you and your voice matters to me and I'm listening. How can, I, how can I help? You see, you can be, but if I get under A, this banner, the white banner, the black banner, the Republican banner, the Democratic banner, the conservative banner, uh, the liberal if I get under the banner, then I'm automatically against everybody else. Don't say it's not so. Oh, yes, it is, because that's, that's your loyalty. Can I give you just one example? Let me talk about pastors for a while. And the uh, virus challenges. I've not talked a lot about that to me because I think it was and is a reality, a genuine reality that's been flooded with myths, discs, and incomplete information. So depending on which day you watch the news, you know, we'll either all be dead by Friday or, you know, it's all gone. It's not a problem. So, okay. Pastors are all over TV, all over TV, all over TV. We can't open up. We can't open up. We closed here. And I closed here because the information that I received, I felt it was the safest for you, if any part of what I was hearing is true. Okay. But all of a sudden, there's no more corona. We got thousands and thousands and thousands of people, not just in the streets, in Kroger's, in Walmarts. You can't, Sam's ain't got but 50 at a time. 100,000 square foot building. That's 49. Can only one more come in here. Just one more. You know. But pastors that said, you can't come in we care about you. You can't come in. We care about you. Now we're marching everybody together. My question is, not as the march warranted, what happened to care for the flock? That's just a question. Because many people, and I want all of my white brothers and sisters and all of my African American and any other nationality to hear me. Many Christians have a stronger commitment covenant, and support of their culture than they do the kingdom of God. And the white nation is not the kingdom of God. Jesus was an Israelite. I mean, I'm just telling you, he he wasn't white. So are you saying it's wrong to march? Not at all. I'm saying, how can you put them in danger? If last Sunday you put them in danger by bringing them together... How can we now put him in the middle of all this? So see, I'm not, I'm not correct. I'm trying to let, just let you see the inconsistencies that are everywhere. So if you stand here, then here, people are going to think this. So make sure that you stand in one place, the Word of God. The Word of God. Kindness, goodness, gentleness, soft tongue, a listening heart. A listening ear, compassion, mercy, goodness. And wherever that falls, that's the side I'm on. In that moment, what would, and you say, what would Jesus do? Bring that back. What would Jesus do right here? He wouldn't just write it off. Oh, everybody, everybody out there protesting, crazy. No, they're not. They experienced what I did in six months their whole life. Some of them. Now, there are other people out there crying racism that haven't had it against them. But I can't fix all of that. I can be Christ in that moment. Kindness, honesty, gentleness. Now, listen. And where I'm wrong, repentance. I I must have eaten at Mark and Andrea's house. Oh, Lord. Kelly and I, if we have been guilty of one-sidedness. We ate over there 20 times. They probably ate at our house twice. They were... Some of those friends that, you know, they just fed you. And they just took care of you. I just, I just, I just, you can judge me if you want. I just never thought, well, today we're going to eat with the black family. <laughs> I just, that, that people are wired that way. No. Shoot, there's people in here got tannin beds as dark as they are, y'all. <laughs> y'all need to, y'all need to quit. <laughs> y'all withering up, turning blue. You know, you said so dark, you blue. There's one white, never mind, never mind, never mind. There's a lady I knew that had a tanning bed in her house, and uh, I just told her one time, I said, You need to quit. She goes, What do you mean? I said, Well, you got out in my car, my oil light come on. Said, That's all I need. You need to quit. That's bad. (laughs) But do you see what we're doing right here? Do you see what I was trying to do? Some of us are scared to laugh for the seriousness of all that's going around us. Here's the thing. We're all flawed. And if I'm wrong, hey, I'm sorry. Well, you made me feel that way. Then I did. I'm sorry. You're my brother. Will you pray for me? Will I pray for you? Let, I'm going to close it with this. What I opened with. If the Holy Spirit, who has been resident since Genesis 1, hasn't fixed it. You don't give yourself a past, but you 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 don't take upon yourself the responsibility of fixing the world. Do you fix you? Purge out yours. And if your family leaves and gets in the car, I just I don't care about none of that. You stand and tell them, Well, I do. I care for those of other color. I do. This stuff ends with me. I do. You can do that without being rebellious. I will stand up for the policemen who are being attacked and murdered and harmed. I will. I will stand up for the gentleman who's hollering I can't breathe and people watch him die filming it. Put your camera down, catfish. Help somebody. And hear me. Having said that, This other gentleman two states away that's risking his life every night of the week. I can't call him up on television and say, you're racist, you hate everybody. He's like, what are you talking about? That's not right either. Right is right. Judge rightly. Judge fairly. Judge honestly. And if you're unsure, don't say nothing. I grieve. How do I lead a church? And how do I, Lord, help me. See, my dilemma is, I said I'm closing. I got about eight minutes. My dilemma is, my challenge is not to be a coward. And I don't think I am one, but let me give you an example of what I'm saying. It would be easier for me not to use my webpage and the Clarion Sound, my website, as a, as a, as a platform To tell you about what I see and what I hear. It's so much easier for me to say nothing. Trust me. Say nothing. But then your blood will be upon my hands. Because I have been assigned a platform. Not by merit. Trust me. But by election. So I I try to use my voice for that. The easy path is not always the righteous path. You have to stand and be hurt. In the last year or two, I've lost like 1,700 friends on Facebook. I'm sleeping good still. I'm not, you know, I'm not. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means because I said A, everybody thinks B, click. You're always, I'm trying to help, trying to help you here. You're always going to have divisions. You open your mouth and it divides. Jesus said, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. A sword to what? White and black? No. Right and wrong. Truth and error. Now, I'm hoping, I'm not, everybody else is on the wrong side. Stop! Make sure you're on the right side. And the only right side I can come up with is the Word of God. And if what you're doing, what you're saying, and where you're standing contradicts the Word of God, that is sin. Don't remember me as a white man or my brother as a black man. Remember us as men of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, Ben, if you come here, the rest of you, uh, has everyone been served communion here? Would you hand me one of these, Mother? If you've not received communion, would you come and take one and? Take it back. Oh, thank you. I can't bend that far. Those days are gone. (laughs) All right, I asked you to do repenting. All right? And in just a moment, let's go ahead and get ready. The top part is your, your wafer. We'll take communion together in just a moment. And be careful. You can sling juice all over you opening this thing. Somebody said, I Already did. Thank you for that late announcement, Pastor John. All right. Before we take communion, I wait. <laughs> Y'all pray for them. Stop playing with it. Fidgeting. Will y'all look this way one more time before we take communion? I know that the Lord's listening to me when I say these things this morning. Okay? And that was a pretty fair summary, I guess. As accurate as I believe my heart can be with covering such a sensitive, detailed subject matter with generalities i don't know of any racist in my heart i don't i don 't think I have any, but do you know I still have a natural reaction like when I see that on the news i'll In my mind, I'll say like all the protesters, look at all, I'll say that. And because the protests are about black lives, most of them are black. And I have to make sure that I'm not, when I say, when I see somebody burning down a building or beating a store owner or something, I have to make sure that if it's a white, like I'll show you the absurd thing. If it was a white person that all white people are beating store owners. Now you see? No, that guy attacked that store owner and that guy is an arson and burned down that. But how can I be true as a man of God if I start taking a paint roller and painting everybody with the same color? Wrong is wrong, right is right. And when you take communion... And you're banking on your sins being covered. And you're going to spend the majority of your life pointing at other people's sin. That's the accuser of the brethren. That's an anointing of hell. I can point at the wrong. But not the person. Who am I to judge the person? Before the Lord they stand or fall. That's why we have to stand on the issues of the word of God. Regardless of who it applies to. And I'll tell you this before we take. Y'all stand with us. If you were to pick the top three things, the worst things you've seen on television in the last two weeks regarding all this, there's not a one of those people that deserve hell more than me. Deserves hell more than me. So maybe our prayer can be while standing with the truth. What Wade said today, today, I know his heart, God, heal our land because we can't. We can't. But we want to represent you well, we want to represent you accurately and consistently. And to do that, to give grace, we have to walk in grace. So you take this today and not give grace during the week? That's scary. For believers, the same night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body that's broken for you. As often as you do this, think of me. Let's break and take together. And Lord, I'm not talking about anybody on television right now. I'm talking about my sins, my lies, my broken promises, my shortcomings, whatever twinges of racism in my heart that I might not even be aware of. My heart's so wicked, God, it's deceitfully wicked above all things. I don't even know it. I'm asking you to forgive me of my willful ignorance and for biased attitudes. I'm asking you, Lord, to purge me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me, O oh Lord. Renew a right spirit within us. Make us to know Your will, Your ways, Your word, Your power. And may those who look upon our lives, especially those of other color, may they say, "Now that one's a good one. That one treats me with that one treats me like I want to be treated." But not that we're going out of our way to do that. It's who we are in Christ. That we would treat people as we've been treated. In Jesus' name, let's take together. Ben. Would you do this for me? Let's go ahead and put these down so we don't crinkle them for the next 10 minutes. Would you do this for me? Would you just bow your heads? And as this song is sung, you know how you, uh, you unite your heart infections and you can just say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, that's me, Lord. This is my prayer for this building and for every one of us at Christ Chapel that names the name of Jesus Christ. Church family, before you go, tonight, 445 to 545 in the grill, we have prayer, men's Bible study, women's Bible study, all the activities for the kids. Uh, It's not missionettes anymore, but I call it missionettes, Royal Rangers, all the activities. Don't forget, you are ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful week. God bless you.